At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. DC City Cast on a Monday presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Frank Handrahan from Vison. Hope you had a decent weekend. Uh, real fast, I went four and one over the weekend. So you can continue to ride or you can fade, whatever you want to do. Four and one documented. It was a good weekend. I gave out the um, Commanders getting six and a half, although it closed at three and a half at the Ravens. They didn't break the streak, but hey, they covered the spread, and I took the under 39 and a half because I had that sinking feeling that nobody was going to play at quarterback. We'll get into Sam Howell and his future with the Commanders. That was nice. Uh, I also gave Cade Cavalli over four and a half uh, strikeouts on Friday. That was a winner. And then in college football, I gave out Northwestern. And at the time, I got it at plus 11 and a half. And it closed at Nebraska minus 13. And Northwestern wins outright. I'm surprised Nebraska hasn't fired Coach Scott Frost. They just can't afford to, right? Uh, all these places, they pay these coaches so much money. It's like, uh, well, uh, yeah, he's going to be here for the rest of the season, which means whoever Nebraska plays, we're just taking the other team from here on out. My only loss of the weekend was the Nationals. Money line on Friday night against the Reds. They did win yesterday, so we'll get into the Nats Reds. We'll recap that series. They actually have a day off due to the Nationals before they play tomorrow against the A's back at Nationals Park. Commander's regular season is upon us. And just last night, see the, the news about Brian Robinson Jr. getting shot in Northeast D.C., and, uh, you know, just an awful situation. 
The Commanders, in fact, back at practice uh, today, getting set for the Jaguars on September 11th. But clearly, their uh, hearts and minds are with Brian Robinson, who is trying to recover from multiple gunshots. They say it's not life-threatening, but here's the deal. I mean, my God, he got shot. He is not from here. He's going out on a Sunday, goes to Northeast D.C., and somebody tries to jack his car. And I don't know if you've been the victim of violence before in this city, but it's it's there's a good chance that if you live here you've you've endured something right and i'm not comparing that to being shot but it's just ridiculous when you can't feel safe and nobody can feel safe now it's getting to the point where i go wherever i go i have an exit strategy how sad is that it's pretty pathetic Right. And I'm not and I'm not saying that just to be to be topical. I'm literally saying that. And you probably feel the same way. I went to the wharf a couple weeks ago. I knew there was a shooting at the wharf. So my eyes are I'm on a uh, on a swivel is my head. I go to the grocery store. My head is on a swivel. Drop my kids off for the first day of school today. I notice there are cops around for safety, but I'm also thinking, all right, does anybody look suspicious? Are we good here? Are we good here? It's it's incredible. It really is incredible. And I hope that he recovers fast and can play this season. And he's got to look Imagine if you are him. And that's what I would love to see us uh, approach these sort of awful incidents. Let's put ourselves in the person who is the victim's shoes. He was a rookie. He is ready for his NFL season. He's got a week and a half to get ready for the first game. And now that is not going to happen. His career could be in danger, not just this season. And you have to feel for him tremendously. Commanders putting out a uh, statement uh, last night saying we've been made aware that Brian Robinson Jr. was the victim of an attempted armed robbery or carjacking in D.C. He sustained non-life-threatening injuries and is currently being treated at the hospital where team officials are on site with him. We ask that you please respect Brian's privacy. So as Commanders followers and fans... Think about this, you know, 24 hours ago, thinking was we got to get ready for the regular season. 9-11, Jaguars in town, and now there is total f- emphasis on your running back getting better. And I really do hope that he comes back this season. That would be fantastic. I, I just feel so bad for him. He was on track to be the starting running back for the Washington Commanders in his rookie season. And that's put on hold for a little bit. Will this be a rallying cry for the uh, commanders? It, it possibly very well could be, right? You want to do well for your teammate who was the victim of a crime in the city that you represent. 
I hope the outrage will last so we can actually make this type of stuff go away and stop. Where juveniles aren't in a situation where they've got to go try to rob and steal people for cars. Hold up people for money. I know crime is not going to go away forever, but we can do something a whole lot better to at least minimize it. Do something better than what we're doing right now. That's a whole other podcast, but my God, I've grown up in the city and crime is like, it's lock, stop. Is it lock, stop, lock, step with existence in this city, unfortunately, right? We all know somebody. I we've all. I, I bet you, you have, I have. We haven't been shot just quite yet, but you probably know somebody who's been shot or a gun has been pulled on them in this city. But there's got to be something, right? Got to be something different than what we're doing right now. That's what always annoys me is the answer to the problem is, well, there's not much we can do. When you give up, that's when I get pissed. Well, there's not much we can do about it. And the same crap just continues on and on. Like I'm a true believer and there's always a solution to a problem. And if a commander's running back getting shot in D.C. in daylight, broad daylight, doesn't make anything change, then we are absolutely screwed. (sighs) So here's to Brian Robinson to a healthy recovery, to getting back on the field. Uh, That's obviously the last thing that we're concerned about is his health is first and foremost. But I'm sure football and his career is very important to him. So I'd love to see him back sooner than later for the commander's. Uh, it is is just an absolutely uh, awful situation for him and nothing but the best for him getting back out there uh, for the commanders and getting back out there and just being active and and being productive again in whatever he does. All right. Straight ahead, DC City Cast. We'll get into the uh, uh, commanders and the Jaguars as we got the opening week just around the corner. Nats uh, finally won a game yesterday, and you saw the streak was finally broken. A starting pitcher actually won a game. Patrick Corbin breaking the the that just ziplock seal yesterday. It had been 40, 42 state straight starts. A Nats pitcher had not won a game until yesterday. How about that? <laughs> Unbelievable. So we got the uh, Commanders Jags uh, up ahead. Nats got a day off to get the A's tomorrow night. We'll chat about that. Plenty more straight ahead. DC City Cast. It is presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanran from Veasan. Kick off football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. All season long, Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all football related content. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and back your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Download, subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast. DC CityCast rolls on on a Monday. Presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Frank Handrahan from VEASAN. Uh, the Commanders closed out the preseason with a 17-15 loss. At the Baltimore Ravens, Ravens continued their impressive preseason run. They have won, what, uh, 23 straight. So they have not 
lost a game in the preseason since 2015. But as you heard here on Friday, I gave out the Commanders plus the six and a half at that time. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, six and a half. And then it got all the way down to, I believe, three and a half over the weekend because there was rumblings that there was a little bit of uh, non-starters were going to play for the Ravens. Even though Coach Ron Rivera said on Friday that he was going to play some of his uh, starters, he uh, he got smart. Or you could argue both ways. Was he smart? 32 guys didn't even dress against the Ravens. But I still felt good about taking the Commanders plus the 6.5. Felt really good about the under 39.5 with two backup quarterbacks going at it. And um, I hit both at Bed River Sportsbook on uh, Saturday night. Now, there was a lot of chatter about Sam Howell, and the quarterback got to start, rookie out of North Carolina. Looked really good. Looked uh, looked like he had some moxies, got some got some got uh, some of that it factor where he makes something out of nothing. That was good to see. I'm not ready to proclaim him as the future <laughs> of this Commander's franchise. Like a lot have said, he was playing against second, third, and fourth stringers, bro. He was playing against guys who may not be in the NFL in a week. I like his accuracy. I like his decision-making, although they did go for like a fade on a fourth and goal one time, even though I had the under, and I'm hoping that they don't score. I'm going, well, you could have tried a better option to try to score, even though I like the fact that it was incomplete, a fade on fourth down. Who does that? Uh, But give it to the guy. His ability to scramble is impressive. His ability to take hits and stay alive. There were at least three or four times where Hal was hit in the backfield, and I thought he was sacked. And he was able to skirt away and make something out of nothing. So I think if you're a commander's uh, coach, you're saying, okay, this is a good backup, backup to have on our roster. They're going to have to take three quarterbacks because they got Hal, Heineke, and, and clearly Carson Wentz. But he wasn't a total failure. In fact, he was probably the exact opposite of that where you're going, all right, we may have something here in this kid. And I'm trying to think who he reminds me of because he's not the tallest guy. Well, I hate to say, you know who he actually reminds me of? And this and and this is early, right? This is early. He reminds me, and this is showing my age because a lot of you are going to be Googling. Bubby Brister is who Sam Howe reminds me of. Yeah. Dude's name was Bubby Brister, played quarterback for the Steelers back in the days. Had a shot to be a starter, I think. He was a longtime backup, then got a shot, and then it didn't work out. But he had a great name. But he had this moxie about him, this tenaciousness, this uh, um, what I'm trying to think of another um, um why can't I think of the word to describe something? Adjective is the word. He he was just a gamer. <laughs> I came at you with the gamer. But that's who Sam Howell reminds me of. Bubby Brister, this ability to scramble, make uh, creativity out of nothing. Uh, his receivers let him down a couple times. They could be on the, the hot seat like a Deami Brown, who was a third-round pick a year ago, dropped some balls that he should have caught that could have led to some touchdowns or actual touchdowns that would have made Howell's number and Knight even look better. But it was hard to gauge again because these were backups playing against backups. But he held his own and did some really good things. So he solidified his spot as the number three quarterback. And here is the worst case scenario with Sam Howell. At least the commanders know they've got a good backup moving forward. 
or was he fifth, sixth round choice? That's the that's the worst case scenario with Sam Howell is a hey, we may have our backup of the future. And I'm not trying to say that's a bad thing. I'm saying that's a good thing in this league where quarterbacks are going down on the weekly. That's the worst case scenario. Best case scenario with this guy, Sam Howell, is we may have ourselves a starter in a couple of years. We may have ourselves a guy who at least in an emergency situation this season could come in and be at least reliable to keep us in a game. What do you think about that? I'm still on the fence of, hey, we got ourselves a good backup quarterback, but I would love to see him play against number one defenses. I don't think he had any chance at all in the preseason to do that. Yeah, he's working against his his own team in practice, but as we all know, yeah, that's that's not the same game, right? A little different. So maybe next year in preseason, he gets a start against some of the ones. And we really get a better feeling of what he is capable of doing against top-notch defenses. Because what he's doing against second and third stringers, impressive. Absolutely. He does have a nice presence in the pocket about him against second and third teamers. Can he do it against the first team? That is the question now moving forward. But there's no rush. And that's the other brilliant thing about this. There's no rush. You got Carson Wentz as your quarterback for the foreseeable season, (laughs) I should say. You got Taylor Heineke, a veteran now quarterback, backup who's done some good things. You don't have to rush this kid. That is a good thing if you're a Commanders fan. They don't have great quarterbacks, but they have pretty decent ones right now heading into the 2022 season. And with that said, this season's almost here, baby. Bed River Sportsbook still. The Commanders over under basically seven and a half. They are favored in the opener against the Jacksonville Jaguars. It is rock stock steady at three and a half uh, over Jacksonville. The visitors. On the money line, the Commanders minus 162, the Jags plus 133. Total has has pretty much been the same, 43.5. Jags have lost 17 straight road games. And they've failed to cover the spread in seven of their last eight games. Now, after the second preseason game against Kansas City, I'm going, you know what? I may be a little concerned about the Commanders' defense. Um... And not getting off on third downs against Patrick Mahomes. Now Jacksonville's got their second-year quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. Uh, but the more I think about this, and of course we got time to break this game down, but my God, the Jaguars have lost 17 straight road games. They've got a new coach, the old coach from Philadelphia, on the road first time. There is no excuse for the commander's not to not only win this game, but to win this game in impressive fashion. But here is the rub. Is that the commanders are only favored by three and a half stinking points. Is that because they don't have much of a home field advantage? Is that because nobody like yourself or like yours truly believes in Carson Wentz? Or the Washington defense can't get off the field, but again, they're facing Trevor Lawrence. In Jacksonville, why is this number only three and a half? That's the one thing that terrifies me about this matchup on 9-11, 1 o'clock at FedEx Field. 
What is it? Why? We still have time. But as of today, August 29th, two weeks out, well, 13 days away from the regular season start for the Commanders. Like, if they don't take care of business against Jacksonville, then it, it is really going to be time to just start freaking out. Because then they're going to Detroit the next week, where right now they're a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Has there ever been a season opener more important now than this one for the Commanders? I'm not trying to, like, get all just so ridiculous, but I am a little bit. You got your new logo, your new name, your new quarterback. You're at home at a place that you haven't gotten much support for against a really bad team. And you can't lose this game. You just can't. You can't afford to. Because if you lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars, the season is pretty much already like, oh my God, we have to hit a massive panic button. Okay, that's on August 29th. So I'm going to flip it around and say, I've got to I've got to put my money on the commanders at Bet River Sportsbook week one because it is that big of a game for them. And I'm sure Coach Ron Rivera is just pounding this idea into his players heads. You know, I've been watching a little bit of hard knocks and God bless them. They do such a great job of making the preseason look exciting. (laughs) But this coach, Dan Campbell, (laughs) I mean, God bless him. I, he's just, it's such like the, uh, he's like a mix of the old school, new school coach where he's trying to be cool with his team, but he's still, you know, he's got the classic uh, WWE mid nineties delivery to his players. He reminds me of Steve Austin, Stone Cold Steve Austin and just his drawl and his, and his, you know, he's got his, I think he's got tobacco he's chewing on and he's trying to be hard but soft all at the same time, right? This good mix, which is very difficult, I think, to relate to players, even though he's only like 46, right? But at least with Ron, he's he's up here. He's He played years ago. He's not trying to be somebody that he's not. I'm not saying that that's the same with Campbell, but I think Campbell's trying to find the way to relate to players. But Rivera has been a certain way. This is how he does it, and I'm sure that he is in his player's ear about how important week one is. Not saying that no other NFL team isn't doing the exact same thing, but for a franchise that has so much to prove, I'm I'm pretty darn sure for all parties involved, they are like, we have to beat Jacksonville. This is a great chance to get off to a good start. Now you got Carson Wentz, the quarterback, who all they had to do was beat Jacksonville in the final game of the year last season, and they just gagged to high heaven. They got blown out at Jacksonville. And I watched a little bit of the Hard Knocks in season where they followed the Colts and they showed that last game where they just looked lifeless. And the quarterback is that extension of the coaching staff on the field. And that's, again, another concern is his leadership this year. And I'm sure Carson Wentz going into week one is saying, you know, everybody has their comments and their criticisms and their eyeballs on me about my lack of leadership. This is a huge game for me, too. So that's why right now I'm, I'm I really may go heavy jumbo on the commanders minus the three and a half. And maybe to be safe, I'll take the money line. Because that number is there for a reason. It's going to be a great sweat, friends. It's going to be a great, great sweat. And that number is there for a reason. 
But today, again, I love the command. I don't love it. Not saying love. I like the commanders in that spot because they have to win this game. Have to. Jaguars are on the road. New coach. It's not like they're saying, hey, guys, we we have to set the tempo right now. There is like this. There's a cushion for them. There's an understanding. They may not win a road game because they haven't won in like a year. But for the commanders, they're at home. New quarterback, third-year coach, got a player who was just stricken with a gunshot wound. They want to play harder than they ever have had before, at least we hope, if we back them at Bed River Sportsbook, right? So that's my feeling on that. Plenty to discuss as we get closer uh, to the regular season on September 11th. All right, straight ahead, we'll chat some Nats. Took care of the Reds yesterday, but the Reds uh, won the series, and now they set their sights on the A's, and Patrick Corbin finally getting a win. Some Nats chatter. Oh, plus we'll get into the U.S. Open. That bad boy's underway as well. I'll give you some of my uh, future bets for them, some good value plays perhaps at Bet River Sportsbook. That is next on the D.C. CityCast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Handran from VEASAN. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth, must be 21, playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1 888 532 3500. So the Nats came back and uh, won 3-2 to two over the Reds yesterday, but Cincinnati takes two of three. Um, Cade Cavalli, we talked about him on Friday. His debut was a little rocky. Um, at best, he did strike out six, uh, but he did hit three batsmen. He looked a little nervous on Friday night. I gave out the Nationals on the money line. That was my only loss of the weekend. I went 4-1. and one, uh, But Cavalli did go over four and a half strikeouts. Nats, they'll lose to the Reds. I think he's going to pitch uh, in two games, right? So he'll pitch against the A's. But I I understand and I see the uh, the prospect in him as a big right-hander. Just control issues were, were there because of the nerves, I think. He sometimes tried to not uh, tried to place pitches rather than throw. We're getting really analytical here. Uh, but that's when you lose your uh, – when you lose your um, – ability to throw strikes when you're just not throwing you're trying to place it and then you're going to start hitting people so he hit three batsers batsmen batters and he took the loss he gave up seven earned runs left the bases juiced i think and then they hit a grand slam maybe or a three-run home or something like that so not the greatest debut but again uh, i i like the fact that um there was good support for him and you see that there is certainly potential for Cade cavalli uh, as for the Nats and their potential, who the hell knows? I saw Mike Rizzo got uh, peppered with questions. I guess he actually talked to some season ticket holders over the weekend, and cats were like, what are you doing, bro? What is the, what's the plan here? And, uh, you know, he said that he was frustrated just like everybody else. Mike's good at, at deferring and saying, hey, I want to do better. I want to get on the winning track. Uh, we're still trying to figure that one out, but getting Cavalli up there, and the rotation, they got to figure that out. They still have Patrick Corbin for another couple of years. They still got Steven Strasburg not doing anything, making a bundle of money. Corbin finally got a win yesterday. It had been 42 straight starts for a Nationals pitcher without getting a win. And that finally ended yesterday. I mean, think about that. That's, that's impressive. 
to go that long without a starting pitcher getting a win. So it shows a lot of things. A, your starters can't win games. They can't last long. And then you uh, you have your relief pitchers haven't been that bad. So sometimes you go to them early. Game gets tied when you do win games, which is so far and few between. So the first indictment is, well, your team stinks because you're not winning any games. Second is, your starting pitcher can't last long. They got to pull them early for relievers. But the end game is your team stinks. You're not good. But that's a hell of a run. So it was actually good that Corbin actually pitched pretty well. They finally break that streak. And at least for a few days, we can say, well, maybe Patrick Corbin is, is finding his way. Still on the hook for him for two years. You got to make it work because you're paying him all that money. So at least he got the W and the Nationals got the win. And now they are going to be hosting the Oakland A's uh, tomorrow night, which I don't think the numbers are up yet, uh, just quite yet, because it is tomorrow. So we'll get into that matchup uh, tomorrow. Oakland is bad. An opportunity for the Nationals to perhaps win a series, something they haven't done in weeks. And every time I see the Nationals are on the schedule, which is pretty much every damn day in baseball, they're playing all the time. You got to think whoever they're playing, they're like, okay, well, we're not that good, but we're playing the Nationals. We got a chance to make something happen. Like the Reds. The Reds aren't good, but they took two of three. Made something happen. A's are 48 and 81, but they have one, two straight. They are five and five in their last 10. So they come into this series thinking, hey, we got a chance to do something because we're playing the Nationals. <laughs> so we'll break down that uh, series tomorrow here on the DC City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Uh, I just want to mention Coach Ron Rivera as we record this podcast has just uh, wrapped up practice and he said that Brian Robinson is doing well and was in a really good place when he visited him in the hospital last night. It's just a matter of time before he's out here. Hmm, that'll be cool. No timeline for his return, but again, he said it's just a matter of time before he's here. And I will say this. I do respect the hell out of Coach Ron Rivera. Like, I am a fan of the way he handles adversity, the way he handles off-the-field issues. Uh, I do admire the way that he handles uh, not, you know, it's... What comes with coaching, there's a lot of things that come with it. Sometimes he's going to be criticized for the things that his team does on the field. But when it comes to off-the-field stuff, uh, you have to admire what Coach Ron Rivera has done and will continue to do with the uh, franchise. Uh, reports are that Rivera says the commanders held a team meeting this morning. The message was hang in there because there are heavy hearts thinking about Robinson. Rivera said he was impressed with how the players responded. Rivera said that as the news and info came in, the biggest concern was just making sure he's OK. Rivera said there was a real anger as a nationwide epidemic of gun violence of, as across the country. So that's the latest on the commanders and Brian Robinson. Be great if Rivera is right and that Robinson can get back on the field this season. That'd be fantastic, man. Oh, that would be that would be awesome. 
All right, before we wrap things up here on the DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook, I want to go over some early uh, futures for you. Although it's not early now, it's getting late. It's early late because the uh, U.S. Open is getting going today. And like I said, I will actually be there and person on uh, September 11th to see the men's final. Um, that will be exciting. I've never been there. Never been to Flushing Meadow to watch some tennis. On the men's side right now, Medvedev of Russia, allowed to play in this tournament. <laughs> it's plus 210. My guy, Rafael Nadal, plus 350 to win the tournament. Carlos Alcarez is trying to bust through his plus 500. Nick Kyrgios, who I bet you a lot of folks are going to put some money on him, plus 800. Stefano Sissipas at plus 1,200. Yannick Skinner, plus 1,500. The guy that I actually have my eye on, and maybe this will be the year because it's been, what, 19 years since a United States men's player won a major. Taylor Fritz, who is probably the best uh, U.S. men right now, is plus 2,300 to win the tournament. I may put a little sprinkle on him just to make things interesting and maybe, just maybe, the home country advantage will go his way. Uh, Felix Auger, Aliasim is plus 2,500. Wow. Um, so whatever way you go, there's value. But the names that I will throw out at you, the defending champ Medvedev for sure, but he's plus 210. That's not a bad return. Rafael Nadal is my guy at plus 350. Definitely going to put something on him. I'm not going to bet on Kyrgios because he's just so um, mercurial and unpredictable. Could get tossed out of a match. Who knows? Controversy always swirls around him if he can maintain and not as be uh, uh, maniacal on the court. Then he's a really good player and has a great chance of winning this thing at plus 800. Carlos Alcaraz trying to break through, still hasn't yet, but he he went to the, what, the semis last year? He's at plus 500. And then Taylor Fritz at plus 2,300. So just to, to recap, Medvedev, Nadal, and Fritz are my three guys that I'm going to put some money on. And on the women's side, huge crapshoot here. All value plays. Iga Schweitek, who just crapped a bet at Wimbledon is plus 375. Simona Halep is plus 700. Sabalenka plus 1300. Coco Golf is plus 1400. I may put a little little on her because she is uh, US on the uh on her own um country's court so to speak. Emma Raducanu who I think yeah, she was the winner last year plus 1700. Naomi Osaka plus 1700 So, again, no matter which way you go on the women's side, there's going to be value. I think I'll, I'll do a little sprinkle on Coco Goff. Maybe going to finally break through, win her first major. She got to, what, the finals at the French Open. Did a little bit of damage at Wimbledon. This could be her time at Flushing Meadow as the U.S. Open tournament gets underway. Of course, check out all the odds and uh, matches at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I appreciate you checking us out here on a Monday uh, let's uh, hope that Brian Robinson Jr. is uh, going to get back healthy and be ready to go whenever he is ready to go for the Washington Commanders. Reminder to follow us on social media at J. Frank Hanrahan, at Bet Rivers, at VEASAN Live. We'll chat tomorrow as we preview the Nats and the A's. Plenty more in college football, man. Big weekend ahead as well. We'll start diving into some college football here on the DC CityCast, presented by Bed River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanran from Vincent's Field.